<laughs> Onion ketchup. and ketchup. Now the tuxedos seem kind of fucked up. <laughs> what is that from? Step Brothers, Step dude. Brothers. Get a um, life. Dude, I haven't watched Step Brothers in... A coon's years. age. Years. Yeah, probably a coon's age. Quoted a lot at work. It's a lot of fun. But oh, just yeah. the one guy gets it. Eat uh, shit, Derek. Yeah, I tried that one to my boss, and he doesn't think it's funny. Cause he's never, <laughs> is his name Derek? No, he's never Damn seen. The, he's never seen the movie. Um, I, I swear that to you, uncultured swan. No, nah, he, he's a nice guy. My favorite's whenever we go to Razek's house, and I look at his grandpa. I'm like, "Shut up, Randy!" From fucking uh, Donnie Baker. You guys ever heard him? Say yep. That? Yeah. Yep. I like that one. When is the cool only? Story. When is the one time you've ever said that to my grandpa? I've said it to him a few times. You said shut up, Chris. Just wasn't there, Chris, you showed me this, but have you guys seen that video of Donnie Baker getting arrested? It's hilarious. Yes, that one is that one is really funny. He's doing like the field sobriety test, and the cops like, "Hey, this isn't a contest. Or this isn't a game." And Donnie Baker's like, "The hell it ain't! If, <laughs> if this was a game show, they'd be wheeling out the car right now." <laughs> I fucking God. lost it. That or whenever he's got the pin in front of his face and they're doing the He's like, thing. I am. I am. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, quit moving your head. And he's like, the hell you think I am, an owl? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, just move it with your eyes. <laughs> he's like, I'm not an owl. Uh, so before we get this episode kicked off, we would like to talk about our GoFundMe page. Share it. Like it. And donate. Send it. And donate. Uh, Ronate. Don't forget, it's the fundraiser to help out the Taylor family in Shelbyville. Uh, ben and Stephanie Taylor, like we said, uh, they suffered a recent fire tragedy a few weeks back, uh, resulting in the loss of their home. Um, so this is really just to help them out, get back on their feet. Um, ben, he also had a couple Some minor hefty, comp- medic- hefty medical bills. Yeah, right? uh, trying to go back in, save his kids. So um, anything to help out the family in pennies, nickels, dimes, we'll take it all. So. Don't forget to look at that, share, donate, like it, send it to a friend. Let's help out a family. Okay. I think we're ready to kick it off. Shaw, go right ahead, man. Wouldst thou crack them? Fucking crack them. Shit. Wait, wait, wait. I'm not ready. Go. I was waiting you to be like, Thursday! I'll do that later. Wouldst thou? Wouldst thou crack them? (laughs) Por favor. (laughs) Crack a cold one for our brethren. (laughs) And it is Thursday. Uh, November 9th. 9th. Yeah, whatever. I mean. um, Shaw hasn't been here in like three weeks. He's a little rusty. I have some beautiful people in front of me today. Today I have Mr. Snake, Mr. Kraz Daddy. How you doing today, brother? Uh, Pretty good. Love it. Pretty good. Hanging in there. I'm glad to be back. Back in the saddle. So. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm back in the <laughs> We also have mothers hide your daughters, daughters hide your mothers for realsies this time. <laughs> Thanks, how you Sean. doing? I appreciate it. <laughs> Scudder, I'm good. I doing, can't bud? complain. <laughs> I'm, I'm all right, Shaw. How are you? I am 
better now that I got that sentence out without <laughs> laughing. Um, and we also have our intern, Mr. Oh my Ch- God! That was- <laughs> yeah. it. Someone get this dude a beer! <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Uh, bed right. blanket. So <laughs> Next it's best thing. T-shirt. No, it's a t-shirt. It's uh, not a blanket. It's I a thought t-shirt. he grabbed the blanket off his bed. Yeah, it's a t-shirt. So it's been two weeks since we've gotten to talk to you shampoo guys. Shampoo is Chandler. Shit! Beer is Chandler shampoo. There we go. Yeah, you fucked that I up. I fucked that one up. I'm pissed because that was a bit funny. Like I was saying, it's been two weeks since we've been able to talk I'm to you guys. I'm doing fine, guys, by the way. Thanks oh, for asking. I started and then you spilled. Like, you fucked yourself on that one. Yeah. Um. So, what has been going on in your guys' lives here in these last couple weeks? Mm, um, sure. Well, still fucking pigs. I mean, <laughs> yeah. In the grain silo. In the grain silo. Well, it's getting cold outside. He's got to yeah. have something to keep him warm. Oh yeah. I mean, it echoes in there, so it's you know. <laughs> and then like four times after, it's it's pretty decent. <laughs> um, no, it's been good. Uh, so I'm gonna be doing a new podcast, also in addition to this one. Trader. No. Burn the witch. Burn him. <laughs> Uh. (laughs) all right go ahead and that's gonna be a lot of fun it's uh it's about craft beer we got a sponsorship and uh so we're gonna be traveling from city to city talking about different craft beers and scudder's dying yeah what else i think we're a little extra slap happy because we haven't recorded no i think this is the first time in like four or five weeks all four of us have been here yeah yep but uh chandler how's your last two weeks been um pretty good fucking what i can't can't complain well good scudder how's your last two weeks been i love beer (laughs) I same, mean, same. retweet on that one. RT fave. Um, um, I mean, nothing too crazy. My last two weeks have been pretty exciting. We, we didn't ask. Well, I'm <laughs> going to tell anyway. Uh, I started a new job at Menards. Woo! So Maynards! Yeah. In the taint department. Yeah. <laughs> taint. <laughs> yep, that's me. So Instead just... of getting hit in the head with cans of paint, get hit in the mouths with nuts and taints. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, you didn't fuck that joke up. I'm proud of you. That was a good one. I'm going to give you that one. But if you're ever in Greenwood, stop by your Greenwood Menards and check out the paint department. I'll be there. I won't be doing that. No. And as always, save big money at Menards. Menards. I hated that fucking episode. Oh, God. Commercial when I was a kid. What do you think about getting us a corporate sponsorship from Menards? Menards. Um, If we do, I'm walking straight up to Paul and telling him to go fuck off. (laughs) Who's Paul? Paul Menard. The oh. NASCAR driver. Oh. Yeah. Dickhead. Piece of shit. Mm. Um, I can't make any promises on the Menard sponsor because they probably don't like, you know, F-bombs and shit dropping every now and again. Why the fuck not? Well, that's a great question. Why don't you ask him yourself? What's the big deal, you big <laughs> dumb bitch? Chandler, you can't say the F-word in school. What? Fuck? <laughs> no, he's talking about fuck. Can't say fucking, fucking school, school, you fucking fat ass. <laughs> All right, let's dive right into it. (laughs) Eric, did you just say the F word? Jew? (laughs) 
Yes! Mm. All right. All right. This Pull time, in, guys. This time we're actually gonna. Why start... not pull it out? Because <laughs> I'm not done yet. Oh. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> All right. All right. So we're. This is. Oh, we saved it. We saved it. So. Okay, so let's actually dive into it. Part three. Uh, Notre Dame has been playing some. Pretty good football here the last couple weeks. They got a game against Miami coming up. Playoff elimination game. Catholics versus convicts. Yes. So looking at that, uh, Josh Adams and Brandon Wimbush got hurt against Wank Fo- Wake Forest. Wake Forest. I like that Wank, one better. Wank Forest. Um, Sounds right up Chris's alley. Yeah. Uh, but they're both going to be okay. They're ready to college. go for Miami. So that's a good sign. Um, I don't know. Biggest game of the year. So. Saturday night, 8 o'clock. Yeah. Be there, be square. Yeah, pretty much. How's Josh Adams doing in the Heisman run? Well, I'm not entirely sure since he only got like 20 yards because he got hurt. Yeah. He started out real strong. I mean, first rush was 15 yards of the game. And and then, like, next play, he's like, I can't help. I've fallen and I can't get up. (laughs) No, I I guess he's been suffering – Quite a bit of headaches throughout the week, and he got a headache during the game, so yep. they decided not to play him. So, I got a lot of headaches when I was playing football. Yeah? Yeah. If you couldn't tell. No, I was there. <laughs> Scudder, you want to tell us a little bit about uh, Texas and what they've been up to here these last couple weeks? Yeah, Holton Hill's being a dumbass. Um, Holton Hill, as some of you may not know, second best uh, – well, one of the second best defensive – uh, backs in the college football league, uh, right behind our other defensive back, um, Deshaun Elliott. Uh, Holton Hill got in trouble this week, um, violated some team protocol. I don't know what that means, whether drug testing or he was out late banging somebody. I don't know. Mm. Um, but he is suspended for the rest of the year. So decent. That I mean, granted, only three games left, three guaranteed games left. Um, I don't know. It's so it, what do you say? Tank the season? No, no, no. Not what? college. What are you gonna get out of tanking? Yeah, what's it worth tanking in college? It's gonna, it's, it's gonna hurt your recruiting just, more than help. Cause it's not like the NFL where you get a first round draft pick. True story. It hurts. It's one thing after another at this point in the year. Um, still my favorite team. I still love them. I'll still watch them this week. They play Kansas. I mean, what time's that game on Saturday? Uh, I think it's a noon game. Noon o'clock. But, um, Holton Hill, yeah. Thanks, Dick. <laughs> um, Maybe next year. Other college football news going around. Um, around town. The Bring in a round, round town. town. That was nice. It was. It was nice. The playoff picture has been set, and for the last two weeks it's been the same. Uh, Clemson, no, I'm sorry, Georgia at number one. Alabama number two, Notre Dame three, and Clemson four. And it, in two weeks, it's been the same case. Um, first two teams out this week are T, TCU and uh, Oklahoma. So, but other big games that are coming up this weekend, um, like I said, Notre Dame Miami's coming up. Another big one: Oklahoma State, Iowa State, mm. Michigan State, Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Uh, That'll Georgia, be a really good game. Georgia mm-hmm. Auburn. That'll look be out. another one to look out for. Look out. Um, and Notre Dame would really benefit with Georgia winning that game. Um, 
Iowa, Wisconsin. We could really use Wisconsin losing that game. That'd be kind of nice. Yeah. Iowa's come out guys, swinging, too. Iowa just pulled up the yeah. win over, was it Ohio State last weekend? Yeah. Yeah. So you got to watch out for Iowa. Oh, yeah. Um, and then you got Alabama, Mississippi State. Hopefully Alabama fucking loses. Oh, everyone hopes that. I hate those that. cockbags. And then TCU, Oklahoma. Besides the Notre Dame-Iowa game, the TCU-Oklahoma game would be the game to watch. Mm-hmm. So, because that's five and six going at it. So, look out for those games. It'll be good That's going to be a very high-scoring game. Yes. TCU-Oklahoma. Um, let's talk about some teams that don't know how to score anything at all. Let's talk about the Colts a little bit. Yeah, well, I mean, they did win. Sunday. Yeah, barely. Uh, we just lost our best cornerback, Vontae Davis. He got released <laughs> from the team. As far as I know, as of it like 20 like minutes drama ago. drama shit, wasn't it? Well, he hurt his groin, but I think there's more to it than that. But as of 20 minutes ago, he hasn't been picked up yet. He won't well, be because he's hurt. Yeah. So All the articles the, I saw, it was just like a big... He was cut after the decision was made for him to have season-ending surgery, so... On his groin. So. But like like I said, I think there's a lot more to it. Because when you listen to Chuck Pagano in press conferences talking about him on, on two separate occasions, it doesn't seem like he's his biggest fan right now. So, um, Yeah, there, I, I think there is definitely some back and forth going on in the locker room. And not in a good way. I definitely would have rather kept Vontae as opposed to Pagano, but can't always get what well, you want. Well, I think Pagano is going to be gone either way. Yeah, I, th- I think he's his time's up. I think I, if not, there's going to be a fucking riot in Indianapolis. Yeah. So it's because he can't do it. The only thing that he has going for him is Andrew Luck, mm-hmm. and he's out. And it's the only thing season. that's been saving his job is Luck. That's it. So, and we can see that he obviously is not a very good coach, as of many. Um, examples this season, so he better be gone. Um, Andrew Luck has been now put <laughs> on injured reserve. Uh, you know, I've been talking, especially me, I've been talking about how he's going to come back. And once again, I got fooled by the Colts. You know, they always make these promises about players coming back and never do, and the Colts always lie to the fan bases and all that stuff. And Guess who's back, back, back. No one's not, back. Not back Andrew again. Luck. No. Again, again. Sadie's back, 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 back again. Now it's tell a friend. Guess who's back? Guess who's yeah. back? Guess who's back? Okay. Guess Andrew who's Luck back. is not back. I got fooled again by the Colts, and uh, you know what? It makes total sense. <clears throat> they were lying about Andrew Luck coming back to sell tickets. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Pure business move. Yeah, but, that's you know, all it was. Those tickets keep our city going, so. Well, they definitely keep, because we, okay, so any anybody that lives in Marion County pays a tax for, for Lucas, Lucas Oil. Yeah. So the more revenue they get, the less that tax is I don't is live in Marion be. County anymore, so I don't give up. Fuck. But anyway, you probably we got lied to again. for it anyway, because <laughs> you're, what, whatever. You probably weren't paying for it because you're renting a home, not owning one. Yeah. I mean, if I was paying Marion County income tax, I feel like, then yeah, I'd probably be. What was that? You weren't in the mic. If I was paying Marion County income tax, then probably be paying for it. But I wasn't paying that either because I was working in Hamilton County. So, 
I feel you, dog. <laughs> what do you guys think about the Andrew Luck situation? At this point, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'd say just keep. Uh, it's been a train wreck from the beginning. Tank I, the season. Come back next year strong. I say keep brisket in. Get him ready. Make sure he's a good. Uh, <laughs> yes, I said brisket. Um, he's a good. He's a good backup quarterback. Um, just getting ready for any situation. I think with him playing this year, um, gets him really acclimated. Gets him ready for the uh, the playbook that they have. Um, he's got a good idea of how they operate now. Uh, being here for pretty much the whole season. So I think, uh, I think at this point, just keep him in. I wouldn't even worry about luck. And then next year have luck 110% come out slinging. So that's my point at this point. I'm at this point in the year, I'm totally over NFL. So yeah, <laughs> incredibly, this is the worst NFL season I've witnessed in quite a long it's time. It's just weird. I mean, I, I don't know. We normally well, have moving on to our next topic. Anyway, Ezekiel Elliott, how long is how long has he supposed to been uh, uh, suspended? He's supposed to be suspended first week or first six games of the week, and he hasn't even seen a, a loss of a down yet. Well, which is bullshit. Well, his injunction <clears throat> um, that the NFL Players Association filed uh, was denied, so his suspension is effective immediately as of this afternoon. Mm. So, it shouldn't have taken this long. Is my point. Well, yeah, we're on so many, nine. There's so many. No ten. I'm sorry. Legal hoops that to jump through, like. They were skidding their heels the whole time just to... Well, what's the point at this point? It's like, might as well just let it go. Mm -hmm. Because everybody forgot why he was getting suspended for in the first place. Right. What's the point? You're not teaching him a lesson. The lesson he's learned is you can jump through 37 hoops to keep playing. You know? It's like, what's the fucking point? Because up until like last week, it was basically every week. Oh, Ezekiel Elliott's suspension is back on. Two days later, oh, uh, his suspension's upheld because he did this. Like, there for like the first two or three weeks, I think uh, either him or his uh, his law representative uh, filed for a, um, what's it called, a restraining order against somebody, and they couldn't even do the court case in the same <clears throat> jurisdiction that it was filed under because of that. And it's like, at that point, I mean, you're just making it look like you didn't do anything because you're avoiding the situation. But that's just my thinking. The other thing is, like, if you step back from all the legal troubles, you know, now is the time when they need Zeke uh, down the stretch, try to get to the playoffs, and now they're not going to have him. So it's like, if I was Zeke, I just would have taken it for six games and then come back and play your ass off. But he's not – he's – whether he did anything wrong or not, his lesson that he learned is you can fuck with the NFL and get whatever you want. I mean. Thanks, Roger Goodell. Yeah. Goodell sucks. Ass hat. Yeah. Mm. It's just like the it's just like the fucking Patriots thing with Brady and Deflategate. Mm-hmm. Yep. No. Was, de- was Deflategate. Well, hold on. Deflategate. Was that a big deal? No, but it was fucking drug on for like a year and a Five half. ever. And it's like, dude, they just keep doing it. They just keep fucking themselves, and it's ridiculous. And every, and then I, one thing I didn't understand out of that whole situation was like, everybody's like, well, they need to do a rematch. No, e- even with it, the Colts played a sucky ass game, and the Patriots just stomped that, all over. That football didn't mean a goddamn. Yeah, no, it was forty nine to seven. Like it, it was it was over before it started. It but, didn't matter. 
talking about the Patriots, they just picked up Martellus Bennett, who was just released from the Packers for some reason. The Packers released him. Mm-hmm. And then the Patriots picked him up on waivers. Bennett was with New England last season to win a Super Bowl. Was it last season? I believe so. I think it was yeah. last season. Won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. They went to Green Bay. Green Bay just released him. And then the Pats just picked him back up. So, the Pats do weird things. Sounds like things. they missed him. <laughs> yeah, I guess. The Patriots do weird things. You say they're weird, but they win, so I, I know, guess they're the right I know, but like, if they were going to pick him, if they missed him, you would think like that. Like, if they wanted him, why didn't they just yeah, exactly. him? Yeah, exactly. I don't, but. Um, I bet that was something that Martellus pushed for, especially after Aaron Rodgers being out. So, I think that's something. I think there's more than just Packers trading him. It no, wasn't I mean, a trade, though. He got cut. So, whether wire. Martellus wanted to go or not is past trade deadline. So, at that yeah. point, he's like, well, I might as well keep playing because if not, I'm not going to get a check. But the Packers cut him. So, maybe maybe it was because he was bitching. I don't know what the case may be. But yeah. um, what, A point that I was wanting to talk about uh, when we were on the Colts, but conversation uh, drifted away. Um, one thing that we've really – or two people on the Colts roster that we've really gotten to look at is uh, Malik Hook- Hooker, mm-hmm. who just got hurt season-ending uh, knee surgery, so who knows if he'll be okay. But he looks really promising, and so did our running back, Marlon Mack. Um, I think the next five years he could be, you know, throughout the next five years, he could be one of the best backs in the league. And Chandler, you were talking about something with running backs? Yes, um, so you want to bring up top back that? Um, I'm not sure if you guys saw on Colin Cowherd, um, but he brought up an interesting. I point. didn't see it, but I think it's time for shots. Oh, good point. Yeah, sorry to interrupt you, Chan. We'll come back to running backs here in a sec. We're gonna take some shots. What's everybody got? Fireball. Fireball. Nothing. And Jim B. Maple and Shaw sucks. So. Sober Gopher. Mm, that's me. I took a sip of my beer to substitute. <laughs> that was worse than usual. I got some in my beard. Uh, mind if I wet my whistle? <laughs> All right. So, um, Colin Cowherd brought up an in- interesting point this week that um, there's an interesting shift going on, especially in NFL offenses, where um, it's kind of shifting back towards the run game and the top rushers. Uh, in the league, which are Kareem Hunt, Ezekiel Elliott, Le'Veon Bell, and Todd Gurley, um, their their rushing yards, um, they're having more positive impacts on the game as opposed to like the top four or five quarterbacks with passing yards or uh, wide receivers with the most catches. It seems that uh, running backs are having the biggest impact on the game at this point. Which is very impressive because for probably the past, well, <clears throat> at least since um... – Peyton Manning left, or ever since Peyton Manning's been in the league, it's been a pretty pass-pro yeah, offensive type. Quarterback-centric, for sure. Yeah, I like I like that they're getting back to their run game, and at that point it makes it it makes it makes even more of a game of inches, per se, and that, mm-hmm. that makes it a lot better, um, more interesting to watch, at least. I, I'm one of those people that hate high-scoring games, and when you have – you know, when teams are running the ball mm-hmm. more often, you have l- not as high-scoring games. So for me personally, 
I love it. I want the running backs to thrive. That's and where... it seems to do, be doing very well for the Rams, who are what now? Five and like three? Yeah. Um, they're, was... they're atop of the AFC. Oh, I'm sorry, NFC West. Mm-hmm. So they're killing it. Like them, Saxonville, like all of these would-be teams are starting to come out of the woodworks now. And it makes a very interesting Thursday, Sunday, and Monday to watch. I love it. I like watching Jacksonville. Like, just this year, they're Yeah. I mean, uh, for all of us being Colts fans, Mm -hmm. if you're just wanting to watch good football, Jacksonville's been doing it. Yeah. Their defense has uh, been incredible. Run game. Rams Rams have been killing it, too. Um, I think the Rams are still undefeated on the road, if I remember right, because they won in London. Um, Last week they won. Um, Yeah, last time I checked, which was before the London game, they were undefeated on the road, and they were still on the road. Uh, so that means they've lost all their games at home. at home. Exactly. So how interesting is that? It's because there's no fan base. Yeah, they still haven't built up that Los Angeles fan base again. Like like we've said in the past, there was more people attending and watching the USC-Texas game in California than there has been at Chargers and the Rams games in general. So, I mean, I think people out there just nothing to knack it and knack them. It's just they're not football centric. I mean, you come to like the NFL or not the NFL, but the NBA, you got Gold State Warriors. Uh, you got like all those teams out there that are uh, the Lakers. It's just Clippers, I'll, Kings. I think that their focus is on NBA because those are more prestigious teams than the Chargers and uh, the Rams. Well, even with baseball, the, the Dodgers um have been a big team lately so yeah there's just not the market for it was an interesting time to pick to move out there because there's just not a whole a very big market for football right now couldn't agree more couldn't agree more um Shaw, do you have any input on this matter Shaw, what are you drinking um to answer your question razzle no i literally have zero and <laughs> <laughs> Radio silence from the Shawster. Yeah, no. I, I, the past couple of weeks when we've been talking about NFL, I, I can't. I, yeah, honestly. Shaw can't even. It's honestly just been like a day of the podcast thing for me to figure out what's going on in the NFL. Because I really haven't cared the last few weeks. The only thing I care about is when I turn in my 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 uh, my picks for this week just so I can win a $400 raffle at the end of the year. So. Decent. That's the only reason I paid attention to it. Is that through work? Yeah. Um, and to answer your question, Scudder, uh, I am drinking a um, compilation beer from Three Floyds and McKellar, which is just another one of their their brews that they own out in Copenhagen. Uh, the coalition is called War Pigs, and this beer is called Lazu Ray. It's an IPA uh, that they put out this fall. That's a French ass name. <laughs> <laughs> My little Chris <croissant>. Um <laughs> Need to tell you that the back of your head is ridiculous. <laughs> Can I get your number? <laughs> Can I have it? Um, I had it a few a few weeks ago and I really liked it, so I picked up a second sixer tonight. It's a single single hopped IPA, so it's it's really good. Speak English, it. please. Um, I mean IPAs. You won't like it. <laughs> you won't like it. No. I, well, let's try this. Do you, would you like to try? A sip I of... like some IPAs. Okay. Well, this one's not terrible. It's a I... Three Floyd's IPA. It's more Three Floyd style than McKellar. 
I do not like IPAs, and I did not like that beer, but that's just me. That's definitely not something I want to get hammered <laughs> on, but, I mean, I'd have a glass or two. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've had two tonight, and that's going to be it. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I like having IPAs for the Lightweight. Taste. I like having IPAs for the taste, but, I mean. Yeah, they're not a. More than two or three, I'm if like, If I'm nah, trying to get is... drunk, I'm buying a case of Bush Light. Exactly. <laughs> that's why I buy Bush Light all the time. Most of the time. (laughs) All right. Well, there was some interesting news in the interesting update as far as the NHL goes. The Winter Classic coming to Indiana. I'm so excited. So the NHL announced that the 2019 Winter Classic that is played Mm -hmm. on New Year's Day. Every year at 1 p.m. Is coming to Notre Dame Stadium mm. up in South Bend. It's just you now. But um and it's gonna be the Chicago Blackhawks versus the Boston Bruins. Two original six teams take on each other in Notre Dame Stadium. It's, of course, going to be a home game for the Chicago Blackhawks because South Bend's about an hour away from Chicago. So it's going to be it's gonna be a good day. It'll be lit. Oh, it, It'll be titty. Lit, fam. Lit. Yeah. And guess who's going to be there? Oh, me. I'm fucking going to be there. I hope I all me. of us are there. I don't care if it bankrupts me. I'm going to be there. Oh, yeah. I, I will be there for sure. Mm. Yeah, but you, the one thing you got to remember, guys, is it's a day after New Year's Eve. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> well, Ouch. Just put on some Carhartt overalls. Put your Carhartt coat on. I'm not talking some about how thermals. cold it is, buddy. I'm talking about how hungover I'm going to be. Oh. Grab a burger. <laughs> you're going to be fine. be honest here. you got to just bite the tail of the dragon. Grab a beer when you wake up the next morning. Is that what Carly tells you to do? <laughs> bite the tail of the dragon? <laughs> That's a good one. I'm going to write that one down for later. No! <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> gotta gouge out my mind's eye now. <laughs> All right. Um. So, like we said, the Blackhawks are going to be playing. Unfortunately, in that game. Unfortunately, right now they are not playing well. Yeah. Uh, so, Shaw, you want to give us an NHL update? What happened to that stellar start of the year? I don't know what happened. Uh, after beating the defending champions ten one, I thought it was all uphill from there. Um, boy, were you wrong? I was really wrong. Um, so. The Hawks, after their stellar start to the season, have fallen to I, – I shouldn't even say fallen, but they're barely 500 on the season. And tonight's – right now – they're playing right now as we record this, and they're down 3-1 at the end of the second. So it's not looking much better. So it looks like they're about to fall under 500 for the first time in who knows how many seasons. Um, That's not par for the course. No, it's not. It's under par – or it's over par, I guess, in, in this case. Um, um. Can I say, though, it is sure. early. It is super early. But here, here's my issue. And I told this to Carly the other night when we were watching the Hawks play. They had Are a, you watching the Hawks play or were you like, you know, both watching the Hawks They were play. facing the TV. <laughs> as we do, uh, as, as long-term relationship <laughs> couples do. Um, but I was telling her about – so they had they had it set up the first couple games when they were dominating. They had their lines set up. A little differently than they have them now. Uh, with you know, I, I think they had Brandon Saad, Jonathan Taze, 
and um, Artem Anisimov on the first line. And that was a great lineup. Those three played great together. But they switched them up after those first three games. And since they switched up the lines, it's been a down. It's just been downhill. They kind of a dumb question. I mean, I don't watch Blackhawks uh, as much as you guys do at all. But do you think that change has a, is the reason that they're not playing as well? Or do you think there's something else along the lines of that? I think there's a little bit more under underlying, but people really underestimate the chemistry between uh, three forwards and two defensemen on the ice. Um, I mean, th- sometimes you can you can change one player from from the first and fourth line, switch them out, and completely fuck your team over. Um, just because you know there there are types of players that just know each other and they they know exactly where their buddy's going to be and they know where to put the puck like right in his wheelhouse they know what they're doing when they're playing with each other don't don't, don't do this don't don't this, hey let the man this is shaw's time to shine and you guys shit on it well he time. said put the puck in his wheelhouse how am i not gonna laugh at that how was wheelhouse <laughs> I, I don't know it, it, okay, whatever it's a very common hockey term it is it i yes it is a very common hockey term they don't even have wheels on their skates. <laughs> Thank you, Chandler. <laughs> At least I got some support. Go ahead, Shaw. I'm sorry. Anyway. Not really. Doesn't though. make any sense. <laughs> it does. So, okay, when you slap shot, you make shape of a wheel. It's your wheelhouse. Anyway. <laughs> you tell me they swing it 360 degrees around their entire body. No. It makes the shape. Woof. <laughs> It makes the shape of a wheel. Anyway. Not even a golf swing is that defined. Like, anyway, doesn't make any sense. So the Hawks changed up their lines. They're not playing too hot right now. Uh, under 500 um, by a long shot if you count their OT losses. Um, so we'll we'll see what they do from here. Joel Quenville's got to make some changes if he wants to see the Hawks play well. Right now they're um, they're not even making a playoff run if they keep playing like this. So we'll see what happens. Um, but speaking of playoff runs, let's talk about the Golden Knights. There we go. Nice transition. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Um, the Golden, the Las Vegas Golden Knights had the best start for a expansion team in the history of the NHL, going nine and one. Damn. Um. Wait, hold on. So I'm sorry to interrupt you, sure. but let's talk about just starts in general in the NHL. That's yeah. one of the best you can ever have. They were taught. They were second in the league for about two weeks. Um, they were just domination station. Um, the cities behind them, uh, they got a great fan base to start. Uh, I feel like a lot of people around the country have adopted, kind of adopted them too. Since oh yeah. They are a new team. I mean, everyone out West is like, like, I mean, you got San Jose, you got LA, sure, whatever. But I, there's a lot of people out West that don't really associate with those teams. And now they got this new NHL team out in the fucking middle of the desert. And everyone's like, yeah, go Knights. Man, but I'm, you know what? I'm okay with that because, like I'm, you said, I'm there's okay there's that. nothing out there. Like you said, besides the California teams, you don't have any hockey out there. No. So that the adds a bigger fan pace. Yeah, the Coyotes. But the Coyotes okay. suck more dick yeah. than uh, – I can't even think but of a proper metaphor. You're bringing – Shaw. Yeah, me. <laughs> then me. And that's, that's quite a bit. That's saying something. That's quite a bit. But you're bringing <laughs> – He just incriminated himself. I know. <laughs> Yeah. We don't even have to do it to him anymore. He you does don't. it to himself. I'm a steering to this motherfucking skid. But uh, it's bringing a lot bigger NHL fan base. It really which is. Which I'm, I'm so on board for. So I love it. I mean, 
Carly is more of a uh, a, a, a Knights fan now than a Hawks fan, I'd say, because she, you know, she started watching hockey because we watched hockey at the old house. She didn't really have any uh, affiliation with the Hawks, and she likes the Knights more. She's like, well, they're new to hockey, and I'm new to hockey. That's a lot of people right now, I think, and I think they have this new team that's actually playing great. They got something to cheer for, and they like it. Um, now the after, I like it a lot. <laughs> after their nine and one start, they did kind of fall off the wagon. They're uh, they're back to nine and five now. They had a four game loss streak, but they they won um, not last night, but anyway, they won a game. They won a game. They're they're nine and five and one one OT loss, five losses, nine wins. Not a bad way to start your expansion season. So I say, go Knights. Keep playing the way you're playing. <laughs> Um, it's even more impressive that they are on their fourth string goalie. They're Holy starting shit. they're starting and backup goalie are both injured. Then they pull a guy up from the minors, also gets injured, pull a fourth string from a Canadian hockey league team and drop him in and then have their backup 19-year-old kid that's never played a day in even minor league professionals and he's sitting on the bench waiting for his chance to hop in in case um, the fourth stringer gets hurt. So they have had some injury setbacks, and still going nine and five is pretty impressive. I, well, I like it. Do we have any other NHL news? No. Okay, so Chandler, we're going to move on to basketball, NCAA basketball. You want to kick us off for us? Yeah. So season tip off for college basketball is tomorrow night. Um, I think there's a lot of good young talent on some of these top ranked teams, and even some of the lower ranked teams. But um, I'm pretty excited for this season to start. There's no huge like marquee matchups happening tomorrow night, but um, pretty much everybody has their first game at some point tomorrow or Saturday. So I'm excited. Um, and then one question I wanted to pose to you guys. Um, you may not have heard anything, but are there any teams in spe- specifically that you're going to be watching out for this season? Well, you already know me. Tejas. Yeah. Um, they play uh, Northwestern State tomorrow at yep. 8.15. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you got IU with new coach Archie Miller. You got Notre Dame that's ranked 14th uh, for preseason polls. Um, Purdue's got a pretty good young team that's coming up. Um, Butler has a new coach as well. Um, so we got a lot of new, a lot of good stuff going on for Indiana basketball teams. Um, so... I'm I'm excited for the college basketball season for sure. Uh, I'm not a huge basketball fan. I'm just like you, Shaw. Wait till the March Madness tournament. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, I'm not a huge basketball fan, uh, but I understand its appeal. Um, so I just say go uh, my alma mater, go IU. All cool. right. Now All right. there's been quite a few developments in the professional realm of basketball. Um. Don't need to dwell on this for too long, but Chicago was named the host of the 2020 All-Star Game. Did you see Lucas Oil got the – for the NCAA oh, yeah. How do we uh, talk about college that? football. 2022 oh, yeah. Yeah, there we go. national championship. Yep. That's pretty cool. I don't know how we didn't talk about I t- that. <laughs> I told Chandler, I was like, yeah, that's about the time Texas will get their shit together. <laughs> We're going <laughs> to – They'd right. only be working on it for 17 years at that point, so it's okay. <laughs> And then uh, this is something we touched on in our last episode, the Eric Bledsoe getting himself into a little bit of hot water with the Phoenix Suns. He got traded yesterday. Is that why he got traded? Because um, 
it's I wouldn't say it's entirely why he got traded. He's a very talented, like kind of for NBA, he's kind of middle aged, like late twenties. And he's just He got a, transferred to the Milwaukee Bucks, but another factor into his getting traded is he is he's I like, thought it was the Timberwolves. No. Ah, the Milwaukee Bucks. But um sorry. You just keep your mouth shut from now on. <laughs> but um it's just a young developing team, and he's not on their forecast. By the time that that team will be any good, it'll be in his mid thirties. So send him to a team that's going to do him some good, and I think he'll he's a pretty good fit um, for that Bucks team. Another good team though, making a run for is uh, Celtics right now. Celtics are kicking some. Yeah, they've, Kyrie. they've won ten in a row, and um. I, Kyrie be putting him on skates right now. Dude. That's exactly what he's Kyrie just doing. messing with people out there. Like he's just out there having a ball, and he's on the number one team. No pun intended. Right <laughs> <laughs> but what's been more impressive with the Celtics is that um, the last two games they've been without two of their uh, three best players. Uh, Gordon Hayward out with that terrible leg injury, as we talked about before. But Al Horford's out with a concussion, so. Um, it's basically Kyrie and a bunch of unknown guys who are also really talented, kind of just tearing shit up. Good for them. Everybody just looking for the spot. But I've been really impressed with the Celtics and I'll say this now. You can quote you you on it, quote me on it back in 30, 40 years, but I think Brad Stevens is going to be one of the best NBA coaches that's ever been in the league so i agree with he's it. a basketball genius just his collegiate experience the last the, the just, last few seasons he's made playoff teams out of a bunch of spare parts so now that he has real good talented players on his roster it's it's scary for the rest of the league but and then, like I i'm said, very impressed and then like i said his collegiate career was nothing short of yeah par, pretty so. pretty awesome yeah, it was it was pretty good too so do we have any more NBA news? Brad Stevens is the truth. Chris, you brought up something about the Golden State Warriors. Oh yeah, I saw I saw this on uh, the ESPN earlier today, and I thought it'd be something interesting to talk about. Um, do you guys think the Warriors need KD to be a championship team I'll to answer. win the championship? Well, and they already won a championship without him, but I think. The league, because of the Golden State Warriors, is getting more and more competitive. Um, I think to win regular seasons, season games, yes, they need him. But when we're when it comes down to it in the playoffs, I feel like Steph and Clay and Draymond pretty much got that shit on lock. So well, didn't I mean I like I mean I don't follow basketball a whole lot, but didn't KD come through quite a bit for him last year during the playoffs? Yes, but I think as a playoff team. That it's pretty much the same group of guys that it was the last two, three seasons. I think they've proved themselves that they're capable of winning without him. I think for KD, that's the best place he could be in his career right now. Um, he's gotten better as a player because of it, but I don't think the Golden State Warriors need him. I don't think he's a necessity to the roster. I think he is a... Um, he's an asset rather than a necessity. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> and then since we missed it last week, the Astros did win the World Series. They did. Clap, clap. Woo. Houston needed this. Yeah, for sure. 
Texas has gotten the shit kicked out from the last few months. So it's nice to see him win one. I Astros were playing hardball though in the playoffs. I mean, they they went to series with uh, the Yankees, took the Yankees out. That was very that surprised impressive. the shit out of me. And they were I'm for the most part they were underdogs in that whole series, weren't they? Yeah. 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 Dodgers had the way better team. Like I mean, the Astros have a lot of young guys, but you when you look at the talent. And the veteran experience and playoff experience, the Dodgers had it. And, you know, it was kind of surprising that Astros could pull it off. And I'm glad they did because we needed some young guys to go in there and win it. So, um, go Astros. That's awesome. Happy for them. Um, but, I mean, for baseball in general, for people that aren't the biggest fans of baseball, that was a great World Series I think to get baseball back on track. So, you know, is it win for baseball? And, you know, we'll see what happens next season with Astros. But, you know, like we said, go Astros. And it was a hell of a series. It was mm-hmm. awesome. A win for baseball is a win for America. Yeah, fuck America! the commies. America! Fuck, fuck yeah! Yeah. Hey, Chandler, the only uh, thing I got to say to you is uh, – you know who you're talking to? The Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, wheeling dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun. And I'm having a hard time keeping these alligators down. Now give me two claps and a Ric Flair. Woo! Let's go. Let's talk about the Ric Flair 30 for 30. So I've been working on that shit all day and I nailed it. I'm so happy. Let's go. I oh mean, my God. that was ridiculous, wasn't it? That got you am because I'm fired up. Let's go. To be the champ, you got to beat the champ. And I'm the champ. I I enjoyed the hell out of watching that 30 for 30. Um, did you watch it as well, Chris? I did not. Oh I just God. worked on this speech the whole day. You jackass. Um, uh, Ric Flair said it best himself. I think uh, – this 30 for 30 kind of shed a light on how hard uh, professional wrestlers and people in that business work. Like they, they'll get a lot of shit like, Oh, it's fake. It's staged. Like, yeah. Tell me something I don't know. But the way they, the physical punishment they put themselves through to entertain people on a night to night basis. I think it's on par with professional sports that claim to be not staged. But I think it was awesome. Ric Flair, like, he's been through some shit, and I feel like a lot of people wouldn't know that, so it was an interesting story. I'd like to watch that 30 for 30. Yeah, I, I'd like to watch it. I have no idea. I don't Dude, know anything about I gotta it. i got to tell you, this guy fucks. <laughs> um, they straight up, the director of the 30 for 30 was interviewing Ric Flair, and he straight up asked him, like, how many women do you think you've been with in your entire life? And he's like, just while I was, or just while I was wrestling, or my whole life. Oh God! What he was the number? Fifteen thousand. Jesus oh my Christ. God! That was just his rough guesstimate. Is there even that many days in his lifespan? Like, holy shit! You think he was traveling nonstop from like 1974 to 1999? Yeah. So that's 25 years of fucking. Booking. He said he he said during one of the interviews, uh, 
probably had two to three women a day while he was on the road, so. My God. That's a lot of nuttage. Yeah. Knock a few buck. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the 30 for 30, though, that was that was a pretty cool yeah. pretty cool interview, though. It was um very well directed. Uh, the guest interviews from other wrestlers were awesome. Um, and it shined a lot of light on Ric Flair's career and what, like, really how hard he worked. So I thought it was great as yeah. a fan of professional wrestling. I would enjoy that. All right, what's next on the docket here, fellas? What do we got coming up next? So, Chris, I figured you would want to talk about something. Ooh. Pretty much spent every free minute of your life the last week. Ooh. Uh, tell us what you've been doing. I mean, besides <laughs> masturbating. Um, <laughs> Well, no way, besides Brayton. that, Call of Duty has uh, taken up a lot of my time. Uh, the new Call of Duty uh, World War II released last Friday, November so good. 2nd. Um, it's really good. Uh, Shaw's played it, too. Um, uh, our other roommate, Austin, and I, we ended up beating the campaign all in one night. Uh, it was, uh, it was pretty impressive. I mean, the graphics are good. Yeah, they're really the, good. Uh, there were, whenever Ross was, uh, watching me play the campaign, um, there were a couple of cutaway scenes where it was like, man, I couldn't tell if they were actually like it reenacting this like real. with actual people or if it was like the actual game and they just, uh, graphic the whole thing. But it's the, the graphics are really good. Um, online, hell of a lot of fun. I've, I mean, I've just been I've been banging away at it, so it's it's a lot of fun. I like that they kept the uh I mean this isn't a spoiler, but I like that they kept the campaign in Europe and yeah. didn't kinda of mosey on to Japan or um kept it on one singular story. Yeah, one that front. was nice. That was nice. It was a lot of fun. And then I I, I know you love Disney, Chris. Definitely. So let's let's talk about it. Um, so if you guys hadn't heard uh Lion King is getting a live action remake. Interesting. And um a lot of the popular names that were in the original film, um <clears throat> James Earl Jones is definitely coming back to do uh, Mufasa, so I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> and then um I think uh Beyonce is doing Nala. Um I forget who does Timon, but Pumbaa's played by Seth Rogen. Um, I'm not a big fan of Seth Rogen, but he's all right. I think uh, in that role he might be able to excel with his dumbass remarks. I think, <laughs> but I think I think it'll be pretty cool. I mean, something something to look forward to for you Disney lovers. I agree. But um, here's here's the full cast. You got uh, here we go. Donald. Glower as Simba. You mean Glover? Glover. Glover. Sorry. I'm, <laughs> my eyes are messing with me right now. Uh, Beyonce is Nala. James Earl Jones, Mufasa. Uh, the fuck is his name? Uh, here we go. I don't know. Some other guy for Scar. <laughs> um, Jeremy Irons. Serial. No. I can't read his name. If you're looking and then for... Some prize. girl named Woodford for... Sarahi, which is Mufasa's wife, um, yeah, just and then like I said, uh, Seth Rogen for uh, Pumbaa. So I think I think they got a pretty stellar lineup besides Seth Rogen. I don't really care for Seth Rogen, but something interesting. Oh, now, dude, they're also doing a musical for the Christmas Story. Interesting. They started that this year. It's like a play. Where's the play being? Where's it at? I don't know. I just saw it on Facebook. Oh. 
We'll see, dude. Some, something I... Thanks for that insider. Read it on really the internet. <laughs> read it on the interweb. I mean, yeah. All right, so do we have a bro of the week this week? Anybody? No. Oh, well, all right. If nobody's going to nominate one, I'll nominate one. Uh, the FBI agent I was telling you guys about at the... Uh, <laughs> Rolex wearing. <laughs> yeah. the, the FBI guy, I, uh, there's a article going around in the New York Times. So basically this FBI agent, uh, he went out, had himself a wonderful night. Seems like he picked up a hooker. Um And then eventually the FBI guy uh, woke up after a night of drinking and fun, found that a woman stole his stole his uh, issued weapon, a six thousand dollar Rolex or Rolex watch and additional cash. So bro of the week goes to that guy because it sounds like he had a stellar night. (laughs) He had a stressful day at the office for sure. Where's your weapon, Stevens? Hooker took it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. All right, how about Dick of the Week? Yeah, I got one. Okay. Let's hear it, Chandler. All right, so you know that dipshit neighbor we were talking about last episode? Pulled the same shit again, just with a different car, a different person parked relatively close to his house. Like, you can't call the cops on somebody for parking on a public street. Grow some balls. Come down here and say it to my face. Say it with my chest! Or find something more interesting to do with your time. Yeah, instead yeah that of, too. Instead of peering out your front window, those damn kids better not park on from my house. They better not be drinking beer! And get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> that isn't music! <laughs> <laughs> I need something to do other than yell at my fat wife. We dress like women and stand <laughs> Well, that was music. Lord, I apologize. <laughs> it's I funny. Know. I went to the store to get a tub of lard, and I had to ask a tub of lard where the tub of lard was. <laughs> oh, That's uh, all right, do you guys have anything else that's really pressing that we need to talk about this week? Yeah. Shaw, you had some interesting news. Oh, I did. Oh, yeah. News. Shaw's got a baby on the way. No. Yeah, <laughs> not, not I'm going to be an uncle. No. Daddy yeah. Shaw. Daddy, Daddy Shaw. Daddy Shaw. What are you going to name it? Boy or girl? Bastard. <laughs> well, Yikes. Well, you're not wrong. <laughs> Anyway, um, just to clarify, I don't. Speaking of sex, uh, there's been a lot of sexual scandals in the news the past couple days. Uh, Harvey Weinstein. Well, he's one of them. His counts up to seventy plus, so you know. Kaiser Soze himself. Yeah. Um, on top of that, of course, Kevin Spacey has uh, now been accused by a multitude of people of. Having sexual misconduct, Terry Crews filed a police report for someone groping him. Big badass Terry Crews. It's a scary mofo. Steven Seagal. What? <laughs> Steven Seagal. Has, has, no, not what you think. He has been now accused of sexual misconduct. Um, and to top it all off, the New York Times today. Oh, orderly. <laughs> mucho. Mucho queso. 
<laughs> I think my English is better than your Spanish, man. No, gracias. <laughs> no, gracias. <laughs> you did that. A, you did that a little too well. No, gracias. You're a piece of shit for this conversation. Yeah, it does. And you're a real so, piece of shit for this. Basically, bottom line. <laughs> I've been studying Kung Fu for like 87 years. Yeah. <laughs> Bottom line is these famous pricks need to keep their famous pricks in their pants. Exactly. And now to top it off, New York Times today dropped a story about very famous comedian Louis C.K. Uh, five different allegations of sexual assault, one including him just jacking it in front of two women for no fucking reason. Beating the meat stick in public. What's yeah. That? What else is better? Uh, so he has been dry. He was supposed to appear. As on- much as he talks about beating it. In it's his not surprising. It doesn't surprise me. No, but he's been dropped from Colbert. Uh, he was supposed to appear on the show in a couple weeks or in a couple days. Uh, he has a new movie coming out. That's been just the whole project's just been dropped. The movie's already filmed. It's just dropped. Um, Damn. So. What what we've see, what we're seeing happening here is just an influx of of sexual assault cases or sexual misconduct cases, and um, a lot of people are like, "Oh, they're just trying to destroy legacies or, or make a story." And I don't think so. No, these people you know what are I, assholes. You know what I think? I think there's finally it's finally getting attention. It's finally getting attention, and it's finally being taken seriously. So people now feel like they can say something. And not be laughed at or told that you're just destroying this person's life or you're or just be paid off. I mean, they're allowed they're not allowed, but they're finally being comfortable with coming out. Exactly. And saying something. And the and the rich and famous need to know that they're just like us and they are not free from justice just because they have more money than we justice. Do. Where is it? <laughs> they took our jobs. <laughs> <laughs> but still, uh. So, <laughs> as bad as it is that all these cases are coming out, I mean, the acts are terrible, but it's also a good thing, because this means that the uh, there's there's some theory going around about the Hollywood uh, sex ring, and um, it's starting to get some ground with all these scandals coming out all at once. So, I don't Basically, know. Basically, if you're famous and you're thinking about pulling your weenie out... <laughs> Don't do don't it. Don't do it. Just check yourself. You check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> there's there's a private room. There's porn. Do that thing. Don't do the thing on the street in front of women. Don't there's do that. There's definitely porn. I will guarantee that. <laughs> it's like a lot of it. And it's like free. Like it's what? Free. What are you doing? All you gotta do is just Google it. Uh, <laughs> and on top of that, we love the internet. And on top of all that, Sia, the uh, famous performance artist, uh, someone was trying to sell her. Brandy Love? Sure, whatever. (laughs) Someone was trying to sell her nudes. Someone was trying to sell her nudes, so she just released them, said, yeah, don't waste your money. Here you go. That's icing on the cake of this sexy week. I wouldn't call it that. It's not. <laughs> no. Not bad, at all. Not bad at all. wording show. Well, let's dig ourselves out of this Phrasing hole. first. Boom. <laughs> Does anyone else have anything they want to talk about? Brandy Love is hot. <laughs> what the? It's taking a U-turn into one-way traffic right now. Yeah. Okay. So get out of the porn industry. Besides sex, does anybody have anything else they want to talk about? 
I don't really talk about much else. <laughs> it's like 90% of my day. Well, with you, I guarantee, yeah, oh, it probably yeah. is. Yeah. All right, final thoughts. Next. <laughs> Come back to me. Uh, go Notre Dame. Like we said earlier, they've got playoff elimination game coming up. So check it out on Saturday. It's going to be a late game on ABC. Check it out. Shaw, go ahead. Mm, uh, go Hawks. Um, I haven't checked the score, um, but the game's probably just about over. Um, and on top of that, uh, just because you're a famous prick, don't act like a famous prick. The end. Chandler. Um, all right, I guess I'll go. Scudder. Um, past couple weeks have sucked ass. Uh, Bushlight has been my best friend. Don't take that in the wrong way. I thought I was your best friend. It, it, it. Uh, I, I'm, I'm all right. Uh, <laughs> I can do without the comments. Um, I'm thankful for all the friends and family I have. Um, so, cheers to you guys. Cheers to me. It's Thursday, and I got a I, I got a I got a decent buzz right now. So let's keep it going. All right, Chandler. Final thought. Um, yeah, I had uh, an acquaintance. Um, a lot of my friends were close with her, but she passed away this past week. Um, cause of death. It was an accidental fall, so mm-hmm. it was literally just one of the most tragic things you could hear. Yeah. Um, she brought joy to everyone in her life, and I think her passing is just. A reminder that we need to bring joy to others and be nice to others. So that's all I got. All right. Rest in peace, Cassie. Rest in peace. Wow. I felt that. I, I, you know, it goes without saying, be nice to your neighbor, whether they're actually your neighbor or just somebody in passing. So Unless you're two houses down from us, then they can fuck off. <laughs> Six ways from Sunday. But... All right, guys, so this has been the Stay Decent Podcast. Uh, Make sure, like, or um, let me start that over. We were unable to record last week, and we are very sorry for that, but be on the lookout every Thursday night. We will, Thursday night, Friday morning, check us out. Um, Hopefully we bring a little bit of joy to your day, a couple laughs, and uh, some sports updates, and that's what we like to do. a few uncomfortable silences. Yeah, that too. Um, but this is what we love to do and we love, you know, being able to share our thoughts and stories with you guys. So we appreciate everyone that listens on a regular basis. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, which is new to us. So and SoundCloud Facebook is dying. Apparently news to me. It's not dying, but Instagram, we just thought we'd bring, you know, be able to reach out to more people through Instagram because more people check Instagram to the party. People check Instagram or on Facebook, but we will still be posting on both, so make sure you check that out. But uh, like you said, this is the Stadium Podcast. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you all next week. Y'all come catch back Catch you now. later. Y'all come back now.